Hey, what's going on, everybody? Like, thank you all for tuning in to the show. Got my homie Tyler with me uh, today. Uh, Darnell Punk has decided to get one of his world-famous headaches, so <laughs> won't be having him on the show today, but we can roll without him. But anyway, I'm Trey, and we're coming your way with the 99th edition of the Don't Kill the Messages podcast. We're going to cover quite a little bit of basketball today, uh, particularly the NBA. Um about to get into some of these injuries, man. I was telling you earlier, Ty, man, this is just kind of being kind of been a weird NBA season so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, just had to trade, go down with Blake Griffin. Uh, we'll get into it a little bit, man. But the injuries, uh, we have Mike Conley out for the season. We have, um, no. see, who was the other big name I missed? Oh, Demarcus Cousins Wall. being out. Yeah, yeah. John Wall. uh, Wall's out. Well, a couple well, John of, Wall's not out. Yeah. If I'm not out for the season, he's going to be out for like about two months, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, he's out. Yeah. Kevin Love out for about two months. So, and we mm-hmm. got Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard uh, with his uh, quad issue, man. So, we're missing some talented people um, so far oh, yeah. on this court, man. But uh, particularly, we're about to touch on Wall, um, Boogie, and Kevin Love. Um, just these guys mm-hmm. and just how their injuries um, just affecting their squad. Uh, we'll start with John Wall first, man. Um, yeah. So how do you think uh, his injury is going to end up affecting the Washington Wizards? <laughs> well, I mean, you're losing a, a what top five point guard in the league. Yeah, uh, that that's not going to help anybody at all. Um, I mean, they're they're now going to be relying heavily on the shoulders of you know um, Markeith Morris, uh, Brad. Beal, uh, Marching Gortat. Uh, it, it's just the idea that you're you're not only losing you know one of the best players in the league and an all star. You're, you know, losing the leader in your locker room, the leader on the floor, your floor general. Uh, you know, hope that they're losing, you know, 20 points, you know, probably about 18 points a game and eight assists a game. Like, th- those are some big stats to try and replace, especially with, uh, you know, two guys who uh, don't expect have, you know, the most talent. In the league, there are some really good backup point guards out there. Yeah, but Tim Frazier um, and the other guys, uh, Sadaransky, name, yeah, Sadaransky, yeah, like yeah. Th- those, those are just not household names, and it's almost like they're gonna just buggy paddle their way through these two weeks without John Wall. Yeah, and right now, man, uh, Washington they currently sit in fifth place. Uh, Think they are well, actually they're tied with um excuse me the Pacers uh they're both at eight games uh back you have mm-hmm. Milwaukee at seven with half a game behind them and Philly they are three games behind them so have mm-hmm. Milwaukee uh know they just had their issue firing J Kid but they have Jabari Bar- mm-hmm. uh, Jabari Parker he's going to be coming back tomorrow so uh, this team once they can get clicking uh. You know, and these other teams mm-hmm. getting clicking to uh, Detroit. They just had a nice little trade with uh, getting Blake oh, Griffin. Yeah. Um, this Washington team can be in some serious trouble if they don't get it clicking together, man. They could be losing oh. uh, quite a few uh, spots um, in the East yeah, if absolutely. this team can't get it clicking, uh, just with how uh, close uh, they are with the teams uh, behind them in the uh, conference. Mm-hmm standings right now so um yeah guy yeah. like wall they got to get it you know they got to get together stop find a way to get some wins uh, oh, because, yeah. oh yeah absolutely you know if they can play 500 basketball until he gets back i think that's a big time win for washington 
important. And, you know, they don't need to go out and, you know, go on an eight game winning streak right now. They just need to stay alive in the Eastern Conference. Because yeah. if that were to be a team that can, you know, even if they're seven or an eight seed, you know, when the playoffs come around, they're dangerous seven or eight seeds ever. Yeah. Um, you know, just the idea that, you know, John Wall does mean that much to this team. And as long as they can stay in the playoff picture, uh, once John Wall gets back in a couple months, they should they should be okay. Yeah. Now, what about um, – we'll stick with the East. What about Kevin Love? Mm-hmm. Um, this team's already look like uh, they're going in shambles yeah. right now with Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Uh, had IT questioning and, um, his injuries earlier. And mm-hmm. now, you know, he's going to be out for two months. Um just what's going on with this team, man? Like, what what do you see um, happening? Do you think they're going to fall quite a bit or what? How you thinking, man? I, I don't know that they're necessarily going to fall. Um, granted, they're sitting in the third spot right now, game and a half up on Miami in the fourth. And they're uh, f- what looks four and a half back of Toronto in the second. I'm not saying they're going to catch Toronto, and I'm not necessarily saying they're going to fall behind Miami. Um feel that Kevin Love, obviously a big asset to lose. I don't think you ever want to lose a guy that you have that much invested in, uh, plus with the talent he has. But, you know, I think, you know, I think we can both agree Channing Fry's the poor man's Kevin Love. Yeah. You know, he can shoot the three. Granted, he, he likes to stand outside a little bit more than Kevin Love does, but, you know, can still get inside, can still get those boards. Um, I think they'll be fine with, with Channing Fry. They'll still be missing, you know, the really good passing ability of Kevin Love uh, and just the experience that he brings. But, you know, Ch- Channing Fry's been around, um, so he won't be surprised by anything that gets thrown his way, even though they have uh, Jay Crowder starting in place of Kevin Love. Uh, you know, I still think Channing Fry's still the guy that kind of gets inserted inserted into that role. Yeah, I, I can I can agree, man. Uh, you know, he's definitely not on Kevin Love's level, uh, but he kind of plays a kind of similar way in which Love does, uh, just how he can mm-hmm. just be everywhere on the court. So uh, I think he's going to be able to help this team, um, help them get some points, uh, hopefully you know, grab some rebounds and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, he, he's not Kevin Love, so uh, hopefully oh. that's just going to put some more pressure yeah. on LeBron's shoulders, hopefully. Um, IT can step up as well too to uh, just help this team uh, either maintain or try to move mm-hmm. up, catch up to Toronto or whatnot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And, and just on top of that, I you know I think yeah, I guess in terms of Cleveland as a whole, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of a LeBron takeover. Yeah, you know it, he always finds a way to find another level when we think we're at the top floor. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he? So I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see LeBron go on a tear for for a week, week and a half, uh, then kind of mellow out a little bit. But you know, I, I still think LeBron's going to step up here and really keep Cleveland alive. Yeah. All right, now we're about to touch on Boogie Cousins, man, uh, my man. Uh, very impressed with how he's playing this year, man. Uh, just had a freak injury, man, trying to go for mm. a rebound um, after the free throw, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Achilles went pop, man. Um, it sucks because Pelicans were rolling, man. They were definitely looking like they were a playoff team. They can perhaps still uh, make it to the playoffs, uh, but it's going to be tough mm-hmm. uh, missing a guy like him. 
um, mm-hmm. on that court. Uh, he was uh, helping ease the load. Uh, one thing that I was worried about, because one thing uh, I think Cousins did was kind of help uh, take the load off of Anthony Davis's shoulders uh, because he's yep. been having injuries and stuff like that, just to have a guy that uh, he could rely on a little bit more, uh, you know, just bang a little bit more mm-hmm. and uh, just take the pressure off of him and everything. Um you know, mm-hmm. he got hurt now. So it looks like Anthony Davis is really going to have to step his game up, uh, go to another level to see if this team can make it to the playoffs uh, without. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, another big loss. Uh, you know, you're looking at 25 points, you know, 13 rebounds. Yeah. Once again, all-star starter. Um, just not easy to replace. And like you said, he was taking a lot off the shoulders of – uh, Anthony Davis. I mean, a guy who's already kind of doing it all for that franchise and doing it all. And like you said, freak injury. It happens. I get it. But, uh, you know, it's always tough to see, to see that happen, uh, especially to a team that was sitting fairly well in the, in the West, you know, only two and a, two and a half games out of the fifth spot. So, um, I actually really liked what they had going. Uh, believe it or not, I actually really like what they just did. They actually today went out and acquired uh, Nikola Mirotic from the Bulls. Oh, really? I actually think that's a really good, yeah. yeah I, I actually think that's there. a really yeah. I think that's a really good move. Um, hearing starting to swirl around the Pelicans is Greg Monroe, who was just bought out by the Suns as well. Yeah, um, you know the, the, I think those, he'd be a good fit. Um, I think they both <laughs> both would be good fits. I mean, they already got Mirotic, so I don't know if they want to go out and try and you know, get Greg Monroe as well. Miritich being able to stretch the floor a little bit more. Greg Monroe a little more under the basket, yeah. a mid-range game. But you know, I th- I think Miritich will be a great fit there. Stretch four, um, stretch four or a big three if they want him to. But yeah. uh, I actually really really like that move. He'll be able to make up for some of the points. You know, he can easily go out and average fourteen a game. Yeah, in a game. Uh, you know, swipe up six rebounds a game as well. You know, I I actually really like that. It, um, if they just decide to go get Greg Monroe, that just helps stock the big men for them. Yeah, but um, you're just you're, you're not going to replace. Yeah, you just can't, man. I mm-hmm. definitely agree with that. So, um, but yeah, just on the Monroe, man. Um, Greg Monroe is just one of those guys. I just think is they're very underrated, very underappreciated. Uh, just with mm-hmm. when he was playing in the D, man, the guy was just out there busting his tail off, putting in work, and uh, just unfortunately got traded and stuff. Went to some teams that just weren't able to work with him and utilize him. So uh, if he can go over there to the uh, Pelicans, man, um, it'd be a great way yeah. to just rejuvenate his career. Uh, when he was with Phoenix, uh, the times that they would actually let him start and do his things, uh, he was putting up good numbers, uh, double doubles and stuff. So. Um, not a DeMarcus Cousins guy, uh, not on his level, but if they can get him, he could definitely help this team uh, make it to, to the playoffs. So, Yeah, for sure. All right. Okay, anything else on these injuries, man, uh, before we move on? Yeah, I guess just real fast, like you touched at the beginning with some of the other big names we've had go down with injuries this year. Um, you know, uh, D'Angelo Russell missed a lot of time in the first yeah, half. Russ, uh, yeah. Gordon Hayward went down game one. Uh, Jeremy Lin also went down, I believe, game one. Just, just some really good talent this year has been, uh, you know, it sucks. But uh, as Darnell says, those are the breaks. Or yeah. Them's the breaks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Now we got to get to this Detroit Pistons trade. Uh, 
acquire Blake Griffin, man. Uh, how do you feel mm. about this trade? Um, it was uh, Marjanovic. That's how you say his name. And uh, yeah, Avery Bradley and some draft picks uh, for Blake Griffin. Um, uh, Tobias Harris as well. Tobias, yeah. Um, what do you think about this trade, man? You think it was a good move on the Pistons? Uh, you think they actually uh, took an L? Or how do you feel about this? Yeah. Um. I, face face value. I like the trade. Uh, Any time you can trade for a stud like Blake Griffin, you're doing something right. Um, I don't think anybody is going to say adding Blake Griffin's a bad decision for your team. Um, what I do like about the trade is I do like that, that once again they got an all star. They got a guy who's going to go out and be the guy. Uh, hopefully, alongside Andre Drummond, they can just cause havoc down low for a lot of teams. And a uh, good thing about Blake Griffin is he's, especially over the last couple of years, really started to take a lot of ball handling duties. So he's kind of that big man that handles the ball up top, stretches the floor, um, hits an occasional outside shot, but uh, does most of his damage down low. Um, uh, I, you know, so adding a player like that is always good. Um, about it is they traded for a player who I believe has four more years on a contract. Yeah. Uh, a lot of money but you can keep him around uh as, as long as you don't deal him yeah. uh so we, we can have him for a few more years hopefully you know in the offseason lure a couple free agents to come our way yeah could could lead to something pretty special for detroit um i, I I'll make another point later that, that I'm thinking, but what I don't like about the trade is I feel like the Pistons gave up. They gave I away some they, good pieces. They gave man. up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Avery Bradley, one of the best defensive guards in the league. Yeah. Uh, Tobias Harris is definitely one of the. This year. It, 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 yeah. I, I mean, in my opinion, I think Tobias Harris is one of the NBA's best bangs for your buck. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that can go out, average 10 points a game, get you. Get, five to eight boards a game uh, shoots a pretty good percentage and uh, you know, just as a good role player team guy, yeah. uh, you're not going to go wrong with Tobias Harris. I liked him back when he was in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I don't like giving away the pieces we did, but I also understand if you want big you trade big. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what the Pistons did. They basically put all their eggs in one basket and went for it. Um, I'm happy they didn't have to give up Drummond or Jackson. Yeah. I've said it before, you know, I think Jackson's the heartbeat of the team. We've seen their records and say, uh, but, uh, what Detroit is doing is they can start asking the question, what will we look like fully healthy? Yeah. Because we'll look until Jackson gets back and starts playing alongside Griffin. And, and I think this team could be dangerous. I think they could make a really good run, uh, here in the second half. Yeah. Uh, you basically just covered a lot, man. Um, you know, for touching on it. Um, I'm just really worried if, you know, to me, I just don't, I just don't feel as if Detroit is like a type of city that Blake Griffin would want to be in, man. Um, <laughs> it's just, I could be wrong. You know, he's getting paid a hell of money. So, you know, if this mm -hmm. team is being going to be successful and everything, you know, he could definitely stay. It just, to me, I don't know, man. Blake Griffin and Detroit just don't. Don't sound like those two men. I think I think he'll like something about it though. There's a lot of loyalty in Detroit. And yeah. he definitely stayed loyal to the Clippers. Yeah. Um so I think he I think he'll really grow it I don't want to say he'll grow attached, but I think he'll really hold on to this Detroit versus everybody kind of mentality. You know, he'll really feel the city come behind him. Um uh, think 
it's Detroit sports feel like maybe not necessarily Detroit, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I, I think Detroit can keep him around for a little bit. So pr- yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. You know, what did, what did you, just a question for you. What did you think of the timing of the trade? It seemed like you yeah, I was the a little interested in him. And then like five minutes later, they made the deal. It yeah. just seemed like it all happened so fast. It, it, it was shocking is really what it was. Yeah, like I thought they would have probably stretched it out of the way a little bit more uh, closer to the deadline and everything. It just, yeah, mm-hmm. like it just the news came out and just boom, you know, deal was accepted. Yeah. Um, I just, I would have taken a little bit longer time, man, just because uh, this Pistons team has really been impressing me this year. Uh, they were playing great basketball. Then, you know, you have my man Reggie Jackson. Uh, he went down and team took a turn for the worse. Uh, you know, Reggie Jackson was helping his team out a lot. And like you said, man, Tobias Harris was stepping his game up as well. And Avery Bradley, uh, just some good pieces that was helping his team, uh, be quite successful mm-hmm. this year and, uh, could have made a stretch of the playoffs and could have made a, their mark in the playoffs. But, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just to me, yeah, it just seemed like they kind of rushed a little too bit, you know, like they were just like, oh, Blake Griffin, deal. I mean, to be fair, though, it seems like he's brought this team a little bit of an energy. Uh, You know, they go out and they beat Cleveland pretty handily the other night, um, uh, you know, without Blake Griffin, too. So that was that was really surprising that they were able to beat Cleveland. I thought that would just be a quick L. But, you know, I also look at at the stat line tonight, you know, three and a half minutes left in the game. It's a tie game, but every score is in double digits or every uh, every starters in double digits. Blake has a double double. Drummond has a double double. And that's what they're going to need every night. They're 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 going to need that constantly in order for this team to really move up the standings in the Eastern Conference, get back inside the top eight. And, you know, I think ultimately, I think we could be looking at this team as, I don't necessarily want to say a top four. I think that's that's a lot of ground to make up for the Pistons. But they could easily, I think, fall into that five. And once again, I think the Pistons, once healthy, would be a very dangerous six seed. Very dangerous. Yeah. Just too, man, uh, you know, Blake Griffin is just such a freak athlete. Um, just really want to see what uh, Stan's just going to have in store for him, man, because yep. like, the last big freak a- athlete that Stan had was Dwight Howard, and Dwight was mm. putting up big-time numbers on the stand. Yeah. So yeah, just put, them with, in, put them to the finals. Yeah, with him and, uh, you know, Drummond. Uh, Drummond's doing his thing, too, man. I just really want to see what he would have in store for uh, mm-hmm. these two bigs, man, because those two uh, can definitely yep. wreak havoc. Um, in the yeah. NBA, if they can learn how to be cohesive together and everything, so yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, good the good thing for Detroit is to a pretty good big man. Yeah, very true. All right, man. Anything else um, on the trade, Ty? Yeah, it's exciting. That's for sure. Yeah. Haven't been excited about Pistons basketball in, like this in a while. Yeah. All right, man. Uh. Just uh, that we have the trade deadline coming up on the 8th. Um, just who are some other players that you think will get uh, moved before the deadline? Yeah, one name that really sticks out to me, more so than really any. Um, I don't necessarily want to say it's just because, uh, you know, the, it's it's been publicly said. But I, I really do think Kemba Walker is going gonna, is gonna to be on the move. Hmm, yeah. Um, where, yeah, where, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be tough to tough to say. Uh, we see these ankle injuries with you know a player like Reggie Jackson, where they say six to eight weeks, and that turns into ten weeks. 
then turns into 12 weeks. Yeah. You know, so I, I report was going to be longer. I thought the Pistons were going to make a move for Kemba Walker. I really did. But uh, with it only being six to eight, I think they're going to hold on, wait for Reggie to come back, stick yeah. with him. But um, as far as where I, have, I couldn't tell you. So um, don't know where he'll go, but I think we could. I actually think we will see Kemba on the move. What about uh, DeAndre Jordan, man? Uh, the Clippers just shipped Blake. Uh, they were saying that uh, they were open to trading uh, DeAndre Jordan. Um, see them just completely just breaking that team apart, man. Um, did you see them getting rid of DeAndre Jordan? Uh, yes and no. Um, a part of me says yes because, well, hey, if you're shipping off Blake Griffin, you're kind of already selling the team. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't have Chris Paul any- more, but you know, you could look at a team like uh, teams that have you know the space to make a move. Boston, they could easily make the move for DeAndre Jordan. Uh, if you want to look at the you know the Western Conference, um, no too many teams that are in the playoff picture that would have the space to trade for him. You know, Boston just has all those pieces they've you know gathered up from other teams and have just the teams while they were basically blindfolded the entire time. But, you know, I'm also just looking at these teams saying, you know, who needs a big man? Uh, Boston definitely makes that list. They could use a true center. Um, They'd be dangerous. Not saying they will go for them. I mean, they have a really good thing going up there. So, yeah, don't know if they'll want to make that, that move. But I just don't see too many contending teams serious trade for DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. I can agree with that too, man, but it's just it's kind of weird, um, you know, with DeAndre Jordan. Uh, the guy's is just a defensive beast, uh, but I think there's just a lot for mm-hmm. him to improve on offensively. Um, I just can't really see yeah. him truly being the centerpiece uh, for the Clippers. So, uh, so I don't know if they yeah. just want to hold out uh, and take the L this season and see if they can bring in like a LeBron or something next year. Uh, to help him out and yeah. keep him, uh, just because he's just such a great defender and whatnot, uh, at the center position. Mm-hmm. But, um, if they just want to maintain and like keep this guy, have him be their centerpiece player that they're going to build around, I just can't really see that happening. So it's, yeah. And, and I'll just throw in, I don't think just because they hold on to DeAndre Jordan means they're taking the L. If they trade him, yes, they're clearly taking the L. Yeah. But I think if they hold on to him, they could still sneak into that eight, eight seed. Think so. I, th- I think they could. Okay. Um, I mean, they're getting they're getting Tobias Harris. They're getting Avery Bradley. We need to remember that those guys aren't scrubs. You know, yeah, we've, very we've true. talked highly of them all season long, and you know we're also looking at uh, you know a few other players. We're looking at uh, Lou Williams. Yeah. So you know, spectacular year. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we're 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 looking at some good players still. So I don't think they're necessarily you know falling over dead on the side of the road, but I, I they're they're definitely not where they want. To be, let's put it that way. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, you have anybody else in mind? No, not really. I mean, uh, at least for high-profile players, I think a lot of them are staying put unless something bizarre happens. Yeah. Uh, but I think DeAndre Jordan and Kemba Walker are the two high-profile. Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, nobody else really coming to mind right now. 
All right, man. Just uh, so far, man, who would you say your leading candidate is for rookie of the year so far? You you would give it to Ben Sim? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's pretty tough. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's killing yeah. it. Uh, having having a really good year, solid, c- consistent. But I mean, Ben Simmons is very consistent too. Um, now I think we would be looking at probably Ben Simmons one just because of the politics of it all. Yeah. Um, you know, we're looking at a former number one pick, a uh, guy that's been you know highly publicized all year long. Um, I'm not counting out Donovan Mitchell. I'm not counting out. It's going to tell a, a tell a big story. Yeah. But you know, I I won't I won't count out Donovan Mitchell. I won't even count out uh, Jason Tatum or Kyle Kuzma, depending what happens Those in the second half. Balling, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of rookies that are playing fantastic basketball right now. Uh, but I, you know, we we don't want to credit it often, but it, it's just the facts. I mean, yeah. a lot has to do with the politics of it all. Who's a good face for the NBA? Things like. Like that, so um, would I say Ben Simmons is probably the leading candidate? Yeah, I do, but I think there's people close on his heels. Yeah, I feel the same way, man. Like if I had to pick, I would pick uh, Ben Sim, but uh, hasn't this year's they got a pretty great class of uh, guys just balling oh, out yeah. for the rookie class. So oh, yeah. it's Absolutely. just like we're looking at them now, man. But I just can't wait to say, uh, can't wait to see about three, four years from now, uh, how those guys just have improved, man, because, you know, Mitchell, three, four years from now, Ben Simmons, uh, Lori Markinen, like, you got some guys, man, that's going to make this league. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just going to make this league just exciting to watch, man. This has been a fun class to watch. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't agree more. Now, what about uh, who do you, who would you say is your MVP uh, candidate so far? My leading candidate personally has to be James Harden. James Harden. Killing it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just killing it. Um, you know, what, the other night he had a 60-point triple-double. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Just on, on um, you know, and it's to me, it's it's not just the fact that you know he scores a lot of points he gets a lot of assists too i mean he he's he's on a good don't want to discredit the players around him but you know he's he's the catalyst he's the straw that stirs the coffee he i mean he literally is a complete player yeah um defense i mean off okay offensively he's a complete player but he, I'll, I'll even say though his defense is getting a little bit better it's not as big of a joke as it used to be yeah. but um you know, I think just what he's doing offensively, uh, where the Rockets stand in the Western Conference. Uh, once again, it's kind of the politics in it all. Teams with better records, you know, players will be higher in the MVP race than, you know, lesser teams with star players. Yeah. Yeah. But team success has a lot to do with it. So right now, I would say leading candidate would be uh, James Harden, probably. LeBron in second with Steph in third. Okay. I don't throw in a name. Uh, another guy, uh, Kyrie Irving, um, just really impressed with his mm. play uh, so far this year. I was not expecting uh, him to have Boston um, in a position that they are right now, just with the whole Gordon Hayward um, injury. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, uh, yeah. this guy might have bit off a little bit more than he can chew uh, when Gordon went down. But uh, yeah. they've been clicking, man. They've been getting the Ws. Uh, they're For looking sure. – like they're the best team in the East right now. Uh, those guys are just fun to watch. So I, I would throw him sure. in there too. Um, 
just just how spectacular uh, he's been playing, just how he has uh, Boston clicking right now. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, I will say another guy to be out on a lookout for um, if he can be healthy uh, the rest of the season. Um, just will be uh, Anthony Davis, uh, just because yeah. his stock is went up like crazy now, just with the whole Boogie Cousins issue. So he, yeah, uh, he really pad the stats. Yeah, and like I said, if he could get them in a, in a good playoff position too, I think his name will be in there um, too. So. Mm-hmm. Good guy, but yeah, I like the James Harden pick, man. That's a good one. Now, just looking at the uh, teams uh, with how they've been playing right now, who would you have for your uh, NBA Finals uh, so far? Yeah, you know, as much as I think we've started to raise Boston stock more and more each time we talk about them, yeah. uh, I think they're he- I think they're head and shoulders in the East. It's it's tough to say that they are that far ahead of Cleveland right now, but they just are. Yeah. Um, Gordon Hayward, that's like you said, Kyrie Irving's playing phenomenal. That whole team's clicking. Good young talent, Jalen Brown, uh, Jason Tatum. They've just found it, and they're in a groove, and they're playing really well. Uh, so I'd, I'd have them coming out of the East, out of the West. For me, it's too hard to pick against the Warriors. They're just so good that you know we are basically numb to it i have a really good record i think they only have 11 losses right now yeah uh so that's that's really good basketball and i would uh i pick uh golden state boston really i really do like the rockets i know you're high on i know man this this is tough for me because uh you know obviously (laughs) you know you, you can't it's hard for you to pick against the uh warriors um, yeah. the West, but man, Houston, you know, when they first made that trade to get Chris Paul, I was like, man, what the hell? Like, you don't really, you guys already got just an awesome, uh, backcourt. Um, mm-hmm. and when it got Chris Paul, man, and those two have just been clicking, playing good on there, you know, passing the ball around, just putting up points like crazy. Uh, so this, this Rockets team, man, has just really caught my eyes this year. They're just an absolutely fun team oh, to yeah. watch. Um, yeah, really good team. And they've been giving, uh, Golden State some hell, uh, so far, uh, the games sure. that they played sure. this year. So, um, I like the Rockets, but well, you know, I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. If there's going to be one team that's going to keep up with them, especially shooting the ball, it's going to be Houston. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I still, I, I guess I still give it to Golden State, man, just because of, uh, what this team just been able to do, uh, just win, you know, it's hard to go against Steph, it's hard to go against Clay, it's hard to go against KD, and you got Draymond too, so all those guys just clicking together, you know, it's hard to pick against them, and with the yeah. East, man, I would say, uh, Boston for sure, man, they've just been playing phenomenal, yeah. uh, despite what happened earlier this season, so. Yeah, I, I I would agree with you on that, Ty. But the Rockets, man, I got to say, they are they're catching my eyes, man. Those guys are just a fun basketball team to watch. I, I want to pick them. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and, and let's put it this way. Conference, Golden State, and Houston. And I would pick Golden State, but I will I would stand in the front of the line to cheer for Houston. Yeah. I would, I would think Golden State would pull it, man, but my heart would be with the Rockets. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. All right, man. Um, any other, uh, thoughts for the NBA before we switch over to some football? 
Uh, no, I think we got a, a good second half coming up. I know the uh, on the corner here we'll get some names back. Uh, we're going to see Rudy Gay coming back for San Antonio. Yeah. Paul Millsap coming back. Uh, uh, other, you know, Reggie Jackson will end up coming back. Kevin yeah, Love Paul will end up coming back. So, was, yeah, I was with us yeah. for a while with him. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, so, so we're, we're going to see some names start to come back. This could get interesting. So, uh, can't wait to see it. Yep. Yeah. All right. We're about to switch over to some football now. Um, <laughs> before we get into the, some NFL, Find a right that we talk about the XFL for a little bit. Uh, Vince McMahon's making moves, decided to give the XFL a reboot, man. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? Um, do you think it could be successful? Um, thoughts on the XFL, man? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I could see it going both ways. I could see it kind of catching on, you know, the phrase of a cult following. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to get everybody who enjoyed it back in, what was it, the early 2000s uh, yeah. or the late 90s, whatever it was. You're going to get everybody that loved it then back. Uh, you're going to get everybody who wants something a little different, some more quote unquote no rules football. Yeah. The XFL will probably try, at least if, if I were, you know, Vince McMahon, I'd run off the idea if, if the NFL's the no fun league, this is going to be the extremely fun league. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think you should, I think he, he needs to play that up. A lot of the guys do kind of whatever they want. Now, I'm not saying go out and hurt somebody, but allow them to have a lot more freedom out there. And, uh, uh, you know, I think, I think it'll be at least a fun watch. Uh, it'll be something a little different from, you know, just the regular football. Uh, the only concern I have with it is going to be the viewership. I think it's going to be pretty high to start because everybody's going to be interested. Then they're just going to realize it's not that good at football. And by yeah, the end of the season, just they'll like have, when it originally I, yeah, happened, they'll, man, when it first came yeah, out, have, numbers yeah, were crazy right week up. after week. Yeah, it's went down. Yeah, so it's kind of my take. I think it'll it'll start off pretty hot and it'll it'll cool down. Yeah. I think right now, man, I think this was the good, uh, good time for Vince to consider rebooting it, man. Just what's going on with the NFL, um, in terms of their numbers, um, dropping. Uh, you have a lot of people out there just protesting it, uh, just do with the stances of, uh, you know, with Colin Kaepernick, uh, the whole issue with the flag. Um, to some people just not interested in the games anymore. Uh, the viewership yeah. has just went down like crazy, uh, for the NFL. So I think there was just a, Good opportunity and just a good time for Vince to possibly bring it back uh, for the people that love football that just kind of got sick and tired of the NFL and his politics or whatever. Uh, this would be a good time for him to just get some more viewers uh, to just follow his sport and his brand. So, um, no, it comes out in 2020. Uh, still got quite mm-hmm. a little bit before to um, make its reappearance. But um, if the numbers keep going down for NFL and stuff. I think that'll really play in Vince's hands uh, to bring in some of their viewers uh, that they recently had to get some people to watch. So I was watching the uh, 30 for 30 that they had on the XFL, man. It just was realized just how much um, stuff 
Um, the just new things that they just brought to uh, football, just in terms of just celebrations, the uh, cameras and stuff like that. So they yeah, pretty revolutionary yeah, first they, time. Yeah, they revolutionized uh, the, the game of football. Uh, the NFL picked up on some of their stuff. So just going to be interesting to see, you know, what they will be able to bring uh, to the table this time around. Um, I think, like I said, uh, I think it's initially uh, it's going to when it first starts off. I think it's going to have a good following of people that's going to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, big question is, what is he going to do to help maintain that? Because the big oh, yeah. the time football players, um, they're going to be going to the NFL. So they're kind of not, they're not going to be getting the cream of the crop um, and whatnot uh, mm-hmm. to come to their brand. So what can he do um, to just keep people to keep watching the game? Yep. Uh, just interested to see, but I'll check it out, man. When it, when it comes back on, I'll be oh, checking it out. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, it, it's swirl around it a little bit is Johnny Manziel. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see. I mean, if Johnny Manziel puts a jersey on, people will watch that. Yeah. You know, so I, the, the, the thing is, Maybe what, can what can like he pay some of these guys? Stuff too, so. that's, what, that's what I'm saying. What yeah. are they going to be able to pay these guys to get them to put a jersey on? Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see though. It'll be interesting to see for sure. All right, now we're about to go over to the NFL. Um, let's get right into this. Um, Alex Smith going to the Redskins. Uh, what were your thoughts on that, man? I was definitely surprised by it, considering I thought two years ago uh, the Redskins weren't going to put the franchise tag on Kirk Cousins. And yeah. actually sign him. I thought they were going to sign him last year, and they never did. So basically, they just spent. I think it's actually over f- like fifty million dollars just to have Kirk Cousins for two years. Unbelievable! What a waste. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, now now they're letting him walk, and they're trading for a guy who's ultimate captain checkdown. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. Granted, I, do I think Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Alex Smith? Yes, I do. Do I think Alex Smith had a better team around him in Kansas City? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, Terrell Pryor, that whole experiment in Washington failed this year. That was, He had a bad year, terrible year. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, we kill Kareem Hunt, you're running. It just, it's a way better situation. Yeah. And... I, I get it. You need a quarterback. You know you're probably not going to keep Kirk Cousins anyway because they couldn't put the franchise tag on him again. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you get it. I get it. You know you're going to lose him, so go trade for somebody. That's fine. But Washington is definitely getting the short end of the stick kind of all the way around financially because they already blew it with Kirk Cousins twice. And then, I mean, Alex Smith, good quarterback. Really yeah. good touchdown to interception ratio through for quite a few yards this year, but don't see this making Washington a better football team. Yeah. You know, you basically, I agree with you, man. Uh, I think they should have stuck with, uh, try to keep, uh, Kirk, you know, with the old autumn franchise tags they placed on him and everything. It looked like they should have just made the move and kept him. Um, like I said, I think yeah. he's a better quarterback than, um, Alex Smith. You know, he's a guy, um, just a guy that, you know, just does a great job of just managing the clock and, you know, can get those, uh, get the ball moving and stuff like that. But I don't, yeah, I, I just don't really see him making that much noise in Washington. 
Um, yeah, I think that was just a bad move on their part. They had the opportunity to keep uh, Kirk a couple times, like, you know, with those franchise tags and stuff, and they blew it. So, yeah, sure. I mean, now we we do need to show you know the respect where it's due. Alex Smith is still you know a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think he can you know right team around him. You have to have a good defense. You have to have. You, you know, you still have to have a complete team to make it to the playoffs, I think. You know, we know you need a complete team to get there. And just a quarterback isn't going to do it for you. But Alex Smith is a playoff-level quarterback. You know, a quarterback that will, you know, get down the field. Uh, you know, not win you the game, but definitely won't lose you a game. Uh, but, you know, I, I think Alex, Alex Smith's still a good quarterback. I think Washington's going to, you know... I just don't think they're advancing at all. And I, if they're anything like they were last year, uh, those fans will not be happy. Yeah. They, they'll be, you know, about a 500 football team. Yeah. Um, and what they're going to be, because I mean, the defense is okay. Uh, special teams isn't anything special pun intended. Yeah. And, you know, well, they don't have a running game. I mean, you're just not helping Alex Smith out where he needs the help. Yeah. Now, like, do you have a, like a mind, uh, any place in mind where you could possibly see uh, Kirk? Yeah, I, I'm hearing, you know, rumors of the Jets. Jets. Could be a decent get for them. Yeah, the Jets, that could be, you know, a pretty good get for them. Uh, they would probably need to add at least another receiver for Kirk Cousins at that point. But, you know, a tough-nosed defense... Um, uh, they kind of piece it together with Forte and Powell last year. Um, I'm also hearing possibly Denver, which would be filthy. Uh, Denver would be dangerous. Yeah. Cousins. I mean, throwing to uh, Emmanuel Sanders and throwing to Demarius Thomas. That could, that could be lethal out there if he somehow finds a way to go there. And I heard it actually a really, really interesting one today. I forgot where I read it, but uh, someone was making a case for Kirk Cousins to go to Minnesota. Hmm. And, and, I, and I sat there and thought about it, and it's like, okay, well, uh, uh, Bradford play at this point over Keenum. Bridgewater probably won't play over Keenum. If you could get Kirk Cousins, yeah, he'd play over Keenum, and he would make he would make them really good. Um, he he would. I think Kirk Cousins could take them to another level, and they have the pieces you need: Dalvin Cook, Jarek McKinnon, one year deal. But if you could find a way to keep you know two of the three, you'll be just fine. Yeah. Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph, and that solid defense that that's a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. That that could be helpful, man. They were one game away from the Super Bowl, man, and get a guy like that that can get well, the chains I mean, moving and points on that, the board that could help. You know, was it just a clickbait article? Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> but if no, but but seriously, if you sit there and think about it, they just have to be willing to pay him. Yeah, know where they are compared to the cap and all that. But considering you have. Uh, not playing for a lot of money and that's a young team. So a lot of those guys are on good, you know, cheap contracts. Yeah. So it could be possible. Could be. 
But I, I definitely th- think that was the most interesting one I heard. Yeah. All right, Ty, man. What are your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Oh, um, I don't know. Not a lot of glitz and glamour around it like we usually see. Yeah, like I was about to like ask you, man. Year. Like, how do you think about the, you know, just the feeling of it, man? Like, it's, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it just doesn't no, seem I, I like think... it's been... <laughs> Oh, it hasn't been hyped hyped up and everything. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, Granted, I think some of that has to do with, A, it's the Patriots again. People want to see them lose. Uh, A lot of people pick the Eagles to win this year. Um, You know, I also think it has to do with Nick Foles as the quarterback for the Eagles, not Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz was still the quarterback... uh, you know, for for the lack of not finding a better analogy, people would literally be over Carson Wentz, and I mean literally all over him. They would be all up on him if yeah. he were in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, he caught the league by storm this year. They fell in love with him, and you know, and I think rightfully so. He was having a fantastic year until he went down. Yeah. Uh, but but I just think you know, opponents that have not made this a super exciting Super Bowls. The Patriots again. Carson Wentz is out. And you're leaving yourself with basically the dark side of the NFL and the Patriots against a team nobody's really excited about in the Eagles. Nobody really even saw you know, having that big of a season, I don't think. Before the season well, 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 and and I think you know, a lot of people are still asking the question, is this team that good or was it all Carson Wentz? I yeah. mean, yes, Nick Foles won two games to get him to the Super Bowl, but looked terrible and won or so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not sold on him. And and that's what it boils down to for me. And I don't mean to jump ahead to your next point real quick, but we can kind of combine the two. Go the ahead, quarterback man. play is going to be massive. Yeah. That play is going to be massive. I mean, we're looking at an inconsistent Nick Foles that we've seen. I think he started four games this year, maybe five. And we've seen 50-50. We've seen terrible Nick Foles. Yeah. Uh, um, and let's just say he can't afford to be terrible. Can't afford it. Yeah. Um, as to where, you know, Tom Brady got the stitches removed from his hand. Granted, I don't think it bothered him last week against, or two weeks ago against the Jaguars. So I think he'll be just fine. Yeah. I, I'm not too worried about Tom Brady. It looked clean, looked good. And I think all he's doing now that the stitches are out is feeling that much better. But, you know, Tom Brady's had his success in the Super Bowl. So um, we're, we're going to see quarterback play being um, – if Gronkowski plays, uh, that only benefits – Has there been uh, any update that, on that much him more. yet? Did they... Yeah, he's, he's, he's practiced. Okay. Um, I think they're kind of waiting till late in the week to actually clear him. Yeah. I don't think they've – you know, straight up said he's playing in the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, but I think they'll wait until Thursday or so to make that. Or today is, today is Thursday. They'll probably yeah. wait till tomorrow to make that decision tomorrow, or they'll make him a game time decision and draw it out and make it all, you know, yeah. you know, oh, you know, everybody is Gronkowski going to play. Stuff, but right. yeah, yeah, build that suspense, try and make some hype on it. But, you know, 
bad Nick Foles, it could be very ugly. But the thing is, you know, <laughs> we've seen Tom Brady have flashes this year where he's yeah. looked. Um, Eagles have a good defense. Uh, yeah, I was I just about to ask you, that. man. Defense wins championships, Ty. You think that oh, yeah. defense yeah. can pull it together? Here's the it? thing. I think, I think Philly has a better defense than New England, but the New England defense just knows how to make the play when they need it. Yeah. And I think that showed against the Jaguars two weeks ago. You know, their Jaguars are starting to move late in the game, and they deflect that pass on fourth down, and it's game over. I mean, if I don't know how the Patriots continue to do it when everybody says, oh, this team isn't as good as last year's. I feel like every time they've made it to the Super Bowl, it's all this team isn't as good as the last one that made it. Yeah. And they always find a way to get back. I mean, I don't think people are actually realizing that they have the same record as the Eagles. Yeah. They both went 13 and 3 in the regular season. I. I don't think we can hide how good of a year the Patriots had. It's just it hasn't been as, you know, as uh, as advertised yeah. as it had been years past. But I also think some of that has to do with the fact that people are that sick of the Patriots. <laughs> good point. I I don't think there's any way around that. I mean, how many people are you talking to about the Super Bowl and like, yeah, I'm picking the Eagles. I'm tired of the Patriots. I hate Tom Brady. I hate the Patriots. They're there yeah. again, you know. I feel you know. I I I feel like it, man. But then too, you know, I'm a Bama guy too, man. It Mm. seems like Bama every year they be on there. So it's like, and I really hate when my squad, you know, seems like they've been doing, you know. So if if you win the games, be there. Yeah, I don't care if you've been there once or a hundred times. And you know, if Tom Brady is going to get his sixth ring, this will probably be his time to do it. Yeah, Uh, if he. Here, here's a question for you. If he gets the sixth ring, is he the greatest quarterback of all time? So Montana in the ring count. Montana does have it, – it's, it's, it will forever be the Michael Jordan argument, except this time someone's passing. You know, you know what yeah. I mean? Because then everybody's going to say, well, Montana was 5-0. Yeah. Opinion, Brady – at this point, Brady would be 6-2 and two in Super Bowl. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah, man, it's you can't really go against that. So, yeah, I mean, if say? he wins this one, I have I have no problem calling him all time. I already have no problem calling him that. To okay. be quite honest, with you, you but, think he's um, you think he's like in your opinion is he already the greatest of all time in your opinion, or do you think he's yeah, oh, for discussion I, or what? In my opinion, I would I would say yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, I I'm still open for I I'm still open for the discussion on it. I'm not like close minded to anybody who wants to say Montana, okay. but I I just need to realize tape I've seen on the tape I've seen on Montana. You know, we didn't get to watch him. I you know the the tape I've seen. You know, fantastic quarterback, really good. He always came up big in the big moments, but just what I've seen times, especially as of late with the weapons he's been able to do it with, just unbelievable i mean who else is gonna take again amandola and edelman three rivers and go win a super bowl who else is doing that no nobody and i don't think anybody ever has you know it's we've seen tom brady play you know alongside randy moss and look like a completely different quarterback yeah you know it's 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 crazy how consistent he's been over his career since he's for Bledsoe. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we've seen him have season ending connection and be an MVP, you know, look yeah. like an MVP. It's, I, I've just seen too much of Tom Brady to not say clearly, and I can put it that way for my, my lifetime, he is the greatest. I don't, don't think we will see somebody touch him. Be a quarterback win five rings. Yeah. I think it's a more competitive league. Uh, different teams are starting to rise toward the top. And, and I just think that there's too much going for the NFL of talent diversity that would not allow another quarterback. Yeah. I can agree with that, man. Um, just right now, I can honestly say, you know, he's the best quarterback I've seen during my lifetime, man. The dude is just a freaking mm-hmm. beast, man. He stepped up to the plate whenever they needed to him. He got the job done. So, got it done possibly six times. Um, so he's, dude, just a beast, man. Um, mm-hmm. if they end up if, winning, uh, the right. Super Bowl, you think he just call it quits, man, and you think he should, can, Give give it another go next year. Like what do what do you think? I wouldn't be surprised either way. Um, if they win, I think he would lean a little bit toward retirement. Lose, I wouldn't be shocked if we see him back. Uh, if even if if they win, I wouldn't be shocked if we see him back. The only thing I would be shocked with retired. Yeah, that's where I would be shocked. Yeah, be shocked there. Yeah, if, if I could throw one more key key in for the. Uh, the game here. I'm also going to um, Elliot for uh, Philly and Goskowski for New England. I mean, we have one guy who's had the pressure and one guy who hasn't. Uh, if it comes down to a field goal, it could get very interesting. I mean, kickers always, you know, kickers say, I mean, we've quite at, a few times well, in the Super Bowl, man. So. You're, you're right. You know, we also look at the college national championship game. Bama yeah. could have won it in regulation. The guy yanked. The guy yanked a couple in the game. Yeah, uh, nerves nerves get to you at this point. So, I definitely think that rookie kicker against an experienced kicker like Goskowski, I think the kicking game will be very interesting, especially if we see both defenses come up big in the red zone and we're looking at you know thirty five yard field goals. Yeah, um, coming into play, uh, I think it could definitely. For both teams, I mean, the flags, so uh, could definitely get interesting. Yeah. All right, man. Who you got? You think the Patriots going to pull it off, or you think the Phillies D? I going to step up, and Nick Foles going to have a good game. Every time, I think I think experience is a factor that you cannot measure. Yeah. I think experience is a people will want to account for. Um, so I'm going to roll with the Patriots on this one. Um, I, I do think brilliance from Tom Brady at some point in this game in the second half. Yeah. I think we will see Nick Foles will catch up to him. I think he will play fairly well. Um, and, you know, possibly throw a couple touchdowns in the first half. But I think at some point, up to him, uh, uh, whether it's he misses an open pass on a big third down or uh, throws a pick at some point later in the game or even early. I, I don't know. I just think we will see at some point 
the the moment will catch up to him. Uh, but I think the Eagles' defense will keep them in it. And close. Um, I don't see this game really extending past 10 points um, for a total. You know, I could see a team going up 14, but I think the total stays within 10 points. Okay. Um, had to give a fair guess. I would probably go 20, 27 for the, uh, for the Patriots. Okay. So you said 27 to what? 27 to 20. Oh, 27 20. Okay. Yeah, for the Patriots. Yeah, I, I think the Patriots, man, will just be able to pull this off, man. You brought up a very uh, great word, experience. Um, Tom Brady and Belichick, man, they've seen it all, especially last year, man, when they had that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Half that was uh, epic. First half, yeah, they were down. They kind of them out. They found a way to pull it through. Uh, these guys are going to yeah. find a way to pull it through, um, in my opinion, man. So I think the Patriots are going to pull it off. My goodness. I mean, I say defense wins championships, man, but oh my goodness, Foles. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, I- I'll say 27 to. Oh, God. Can I really. <laughs> I'll say twenty-seven to ten, Patriots. Ooh, <laughs> just Ooh. <I> don't know. <laughs> yeah. The the point I think you raised there is I do think this Patriots defense is better than people want to give them credit for. Yeah. yeah I saw a stat at one point they were like close to last in the yardage allowed, but they were close to the top of the league in points allowed. It was incredible. Ooh, yeah. So. I mean, they their defense gets staunchy in the red zone, so defense can force a few turnovers, make some big plays, get some big stops. But yeah. Hey, man. Team point victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, you know, we'll we'll wait and see. You know, it is a blowout one way? It would be the Bills, though. Yeah. I don't think we could. See, I don't think we'll see the Eagles blow up the Patriots. I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Do you think, man, with just kind of how this is set up, do you think this could be one of the, uh, possibly one of the worst um, Super Bowls uh, that people could have seen um, in a while? Because Nick Foles, Carson Wentz was, this could be one of the best Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, and, and to be, you know, a knock on, it's just the fact that he's not Carson Wentz. He's not the guy that the league fell in love with. Yeah. He's not the guy that will re-record. Um, it's just the fact that he's not Carson Wentz. But yeah. Tom, Bra- Tom Brady saved the Super Bowl. Yeah. Him leading a really good drive with about two minutes left against saved the Super Bowl. Yeah. If, if it were where Blake Bortles is absolutely worst Super Bowl I would have ever seen in my life. <laughs> Even though the game could have been good, the game, and, but I would sit there and say, this is the worst quarterback duel I've ever seen in a Super Bowl and the worst quarterback I've ever seen win yeah. a Super Bowl. So definitely saved the NFL some face there. Uh, if if it would have been Jags, Eagles, or even Jags, Minnesota, I still think it would have been pretty bad. Uh, and I think ratings would have been fairly low. 
Um, hey, yeah, how do you how do you think the Rams will be for Super this one? Bowl, but, uh, I think they'll be average. Average. Okay. Uh, I don't think I don't think they'll be fantastic, but people will still watch the game. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah. They always do. Yeah. All right, uh, Ty. You have any uh, final thoughts, man, on NFL, NBA, or anything? I'll just throw it in real fast for the NBA. Uh, Pistons and Blake Griffin one and zero with them on the floor. Yeah. So that's that's fun. Close win over the Grizzlies tonight. Yeah. Uh, can't and wait then, till uh, Reggie gets yeah, back, man. Uh, he could be fun. They know. could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, in terms of Super Bowl Sunday, always a good time. Yeah. I uh, hope everyone has somewhere and someone to watch the game. Uh Eat some good food, enjoy the commercials, enjoy the game, and uh, hopefully we'll have some. Yeah, um, just one thing too, man. We're in February, uh, one month away from March, man. I'm, I can't oh, wait. Oh yeah, that. it's it's. See, let's taking this time. Exactly. It's gonna be here before we know it, man. So I can't, I can't oh, yeah. wait for uh, March yeah. Madness to start back up. So still yeah. got a little bit. Uh, to go, but uh, yeah. this is going to be I, fun I, to watch. Yeah, I know uh, we didn't talk college basketball this week, but Trey Young dropped. How much he dropped? 40. 40. Oh, wow. If Oklahoma's on, you got to watch him. I know, man. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that one, but yeah, whenever I see him yeah. on it, man, that guy is. Uh, he, yeah, I mean, he's, player. you know, he's right now leading player for eight. <laughs> player of the year and uh yeah college basketball always shapes up pretty nice around this time of year yeah. so shout out to uh avery johnson man he's uh slowly turning that alabama yeah. basketball yeah. team uh around man they were able to uh sure. get the win over oklahoma sure. so uh, absolutely you know, be interesting to see uh what they can do going but that, that's the fun of, that's the fun of college they can win yeah for sure but all right, guys, I appreciate you all for checking us out. Uh, you can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, many places. Just hit us up in that search engine. Don't kill the messengers podcast. Also, feel free to check us out on Twitter at DKM underscore cast. We'd love to just hear from you guys on there. Uh, but till then, man, we'll catch y'all on the next episode. Peace.